0: All right, what's good everybody? It's Coach Cleesey here out on the block. I know I told y'all I got a new I got a new co-host gonna be on the block with me. Right, I know y'all been waiting. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna let him introduce himself. <laughs> what's up, this is D Brown, two ten speed and
1: agility out here in western Pennsylvania. You know what I mean? We covering the whole state now. We got the west side. Got the east side, south Back. and north covered. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's
0: been, it's been a long time coming. You know what I mean? Because we've been we've been having conversations for several years now. You know what I mean? And you're definitely at the forefront of the scene out in Western PA. I'm out here in Eastern PA, so it's like this is spring the best of both worlds together. Go on a podcast, let it do what it do. Exactly. Exactly. And yeah,
1: you know, so you know Yeah, go ahead. The, I'm sorry. No, I was no, gonna no, say, yeah, we got we got we got dudes down out here and then we got, you know, dudes, you know, of course you know all the dudes in the east. Bro. But you know, what's so funny is uh how we got together 'cause we would always hear about each other's name in the mix of everything. You know what I'm saying? Like the dude out east, Ed O'Brien, he'd be doing all the recruiting and then you always hear about two tents training a lot of people didn't know it was me
0: when I first popped up on the scene <laughs> right and you, and you know actually it's good that you good that you took that route because you know it's good to let the people know how this relationship even started and as you said I used you know me and my friend um, Gene Hangerson VIP you called him mean Gene uh, we started. <laughs> he the one that got me out and about on the recruiting scene back in, I'm gonna say 2007, 2008. I met him probably around 2006 or sometime before that. Anyway, he used to tell me, "Yo, this is guy D Brown out in Pittsburgh," because I used to see the Swag Seven But he was always telling me about D Brown. I never knew who you were at that point. You know what I mean? So it's mm-hmm. funny how things came full circle. And yep. it's like, okay, like, 'cause you really keep to your, you keep to yourself. You're not you're on social media, but you're not on there, you know, chatting about. It's just you put videos up, and we'll get into that later. But you just, you know, keep to yourself. But everybody, they know who you are, but they don't know, like, you know, how, in my opinion, how big your stature is out there. I understand it, and you don't put it out there like that. But I think most people on a, on a, they know, They know. So I'm honored to even have you on the podcast, and I appreciate you joining me. Oh yeah, most definitely. Same here. Appreciate it. So, you know, just so the audience knows, I mean, we want to attack all kinds of subjects, you know, high school football, recruiting, maybe some things we see, you know, in the sporting world, news, whatever, things of that nature. So, you know, real quick, you know, with the 2019 season, you know, starting, especially the I think the real games start next week. Um, I wanted to talk to you about, specifically about a player out there, um, Deion Hayes. Oh, Yeah. Uh, The defensive tackle. Um, And the reason I want to talk to you because, you know, it's like he came out of nowhere. Uh, Like a year or so ago, I mean, you told me about him, but like as far as recruiting goes, and, you know, because I work uh, 24-7 sports, I cover Pitt and other, you know, high school football, whatever for them. But I really hadn't heard heard of him until you mentioned him to me, I think it was this past winter, maybe last winter. I forgot when, but I know you were the yeah, first it was
1: one. past, past, my past, past. Past, okay. past, this past winter. Yeah. Yeah. That's me first. Start. So Dayon on is a dude, he didn't play until this year. Right. And, you know, he had to, he had, he was going to He got, you know, circumstances that limited, you know, him getting to play. So he had to change certain circumstances in his life, get himself together. And then, um, he came down with his old coach, Coach Mo, and he also came down with Saheed Holt's dad, Bill. So, you know, Saheed Holt to play for Toledo.
0: Right. Yeah, I remember
1: Yeah. Yeah. So um, they all played mid league for Homewood. So that's the same midget league that Aaron Donald played for. Okay. So I had heard about this kid and um, Coach Evans. Also had something to do with. He coaches Wilkinsburg, so Coach Evans had told him, "Listen, if you really want to be uh, getting known out here, you got to go down to two tents. You got to go down the speed train, and you got to go down Thursday on Thursday nights." So Coach Evans and Eugene Jarvis, remember Eugene Jarvis, the great Eugene Jarvis out in Western Pennsylvania, they're yep. best friends. So they also mentor Dayon, and I train Eugene. So they basically put him and the place to be. So we had a training Monday, Wednesday, Saturday, where all the top guys in the area are there. But Thursday nights is where the kids get to do positionals, one-on-ones, different things like that. So we have uh, down there in the line with the lineman group, you're going to have an Elliot a Donald, an A.J. Beatty, a Mariner Mara Allen, Fittin' Rose, um, <clears throat> I forget the kid's name from South Fayette. It's on my mind. He's there. I mean, right. you're going to have uh, Nakai Johnson. So you have all the top dogs there. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I'm, I'm forgetting a lot of guys because the, the O-lineman, D-lineman part of it, it might be like 20 dudes. And out of 20 dudes, this least 14 to 15 of them that's guys that have scholarships. Okay. If Dayon comes down, Dayon really didn't, you know, he didn't really know how to put his hand on the ground. He really had no, you know what I'm saying. He, there were some things he had to work on, but when you got uh, when, when Andrew Moore was doing the O lineman was doing the defensive line, and Matt Corey is our O lineman. You know okay. what I'm saying? They both coach high school sports, played in the pros, Matt Corey. So, but when you see Dayon get off, how he got off, you're like, oh, hold up, hold on, stop everything, and that's where I saw it because I've been okay. around this for so I've been around this for so long that. You know, training Aaron Donald, trade Hester. You know, I trade uh, Connor Barwin. Different dudes in the NFL. Right. Different dudes in the NFL that I uh, that I know. Sorry about that. Uh, that I trained. I seen his get off was similar to Aaron's. So once day I started getting coached up. You could see it. And then what I did was I took the video and I just started sending to various uh, coaches. Okay. They didn't budge really too too much. But when Aaron Donald, Will Clark, Trey Hester, now Scott, guys that play in the NFL, especially AD, put his stamp on it, that's when things change. You know what that. I'm saying?
0: Yeah. They
1: seen it, yes. They seen it. And then when you go to his film, even though he's playing in the City League, he still had 26 or 28 sacks, 11
0: forced yeah. fumbles. So yeah, you can that. see it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he uh, had twenty. I think he, he said some I think uh, was a newspaper article. He said he had like twenty, 20 or twenty-five sacks. So I'm like, wow. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. And then eleven 4s fumble. That's what I'm saying.
1: So you could see it. Now, mind you, even before that, he had already had a Howard offer. You get what I'm saying? So. Yes. Brendan Marion, you know Brendan Marion's at William and Mary. Yeah, do Brendan. He, he. Yeah, he sees it. Brendan. Brennan sees it when he see an athlete. He sees it. So Brennan was actually the first dude to offer it. You know
0: what? He, was on too. I was going to say, yeah all, on point yeah,
1: all the time. All the time. So once I, once I got to see it, and then I referred it back to Andrew Moore, and then once Aaron and all those guys came in like, hold up, this dude is different. And then he never lost in one-on-ones when he was down there. Never. And you've seen the videos I sent you, how yeah. he was doing. Absolutely. So, yep. So, and then another thing about Dayon is this: listen, this is a prime example. Dayon would come down. I let him work out with the NFL guys: Miles Sanders, Aaron Donald, Trey Hester, now, Scott, um, Vanessa Garner. I mean, there was various dudes from the NFL that I, that I trained. That
0: come
1: right. In. XFL, some of the top dudes in college. So he would come down there at ten o'clock. Get down there. 10:30, 11, train from 12 to 1:30, him back home. He had practice from 4:30 to 7:30. Then he would, then he would, after practice, he would go work out Wendy's till night. So how many kids are really, you know, look at his schedule, right? And he got to catch the bus. You know what I mean? These kids nowadays say they really want to get a scholarship or they really want to get to the NFL. This is a guy that only played one year of high school football. This is a guy that didn't have nothing. Look at his circumstances. And then he comes out the blue, and he's snatching offers left and right.
0: You get what I'm saying? He yeah. It's going to work. Yeah. Exactly. And, and, you know, and, you know, we talked about that a little bit before this phone. I mean, we talked about this before, but I thought it was important to share a story because, you know, here's a guy that, you know, here's a kid that, you know, under the circumstances, doesn't have much, but he's not letting his circumstances dictate his actions as far as giving up or anything like that. Like, he's he's going above and beyond and working he hard, actually, you know? He got them scholarships. I mean, at one point he was considering, I believe, Ohio State as well. That's, yeah, yeah, I think Ohio State and
1: Ohio Pitt. State right. and
0: Pitt. Yeah,
1: yeah, he had Texas A&M offer, you know what I'm saying? Uh, her- Mississippi State. From mm-hmm. the city league. From the city league at that. But there's only five teams. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what 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 really did it for me on a personal after I seen his get off and when I had him training with the NFL guys, now Demetrius Cox that plays for the Bengals. He's been on the the, the he's been on the uh fifty fifty five, fifty four man roster practice teams, but he played at Michigan State. Deion Hayes was able to comp- keep up with D and drills. Wow. As a D Yeah. So, now mind you, when I have all these various guys that's running four five, four sixes, four fours, this dude is a high school keeping up with NFL guys. And they see it. You get what I'm saying? So this is me on a personal note, I already pretty much know what a guy looks like. You get what I'm saying? Right. I trained the number one guy in the league, so I know what a guy look like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They all, they all,
0: they all, hey, look, if y'all ever seen his Twitter, I'm pretty sure y'all have. Y'all know who he's talking about. I ain't going to name drop, but uh, not, not, not this episode anyway. Y'all know who he's talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, yep. Yeah. So, yeah. real quick, coming from coming from that side, who's the player? That nobody's really talking about right now, that should you know make some noise um, out that way. Um,
1: Miguel Jackson from Pine Richland. Miguel like Jackson that. from Pine Richland is is one of the one of the best dudes out. He's a little small in stature, kind of remind you of DeJuan Price, like like a, like remember, you know like Harrison from the Steelers. Yes. One two forty, but you got to look at Miguel Jackson's production. Miguel Jackson's a kid, you know. He might he might get a couple of BCS's, and he might end up going FCS. But he's a guy that you're gonna look up. and He's like, man, this dude mess around, and he's gonna be playing in the NFL. And that's the type of kid, wow. you know what I mean? That that he is. Yeah, Miguel Jackson is is the he's one of the most slept on guys. Now he got an Akron offer. But he's one of the most slept-on guys that I've seen in a long time that can ball, that can flat-out ball. And he's respected amongst his peers. That's okay. the thing about it. It's not like his peers, you know what I mean, That his peers are sleeping on him. Right. It's a mere fact that, that, yeah, they know, they already know that he's nice like that. It's a mere fact that, you know, a lot of the recruiting, and it, when it comes to schools, schools, he don't pass certain marks. That's like the right. news in Kansas City. The tackle you seen doing the backflip, number 99, he went Division three from Western Illinois. I don't know his name, but, you know, he's compared to Aaron. And Aaron was the same way, too. Aaron only had a couple offers. So Miguel Jackson's in that mode. He's in that mode. He's one of the nicest guys out.
0: Word. I, uh, I, checked, out, oh. um, I checked out, like, three different scrimmages uh, this past weekend. I went to uh, Harrisburg, Central Dolphin East, and Stilton. The Harrisburg one, the player that comes to mind as far as uh probably getting his props more so statewide this upcoming year is the running back Jameer Plant. And he, he kinda has the same issue probably as the guy you mentioned, Miguel, from a size standpoint. Yeah. He's about I'm gonna I am going to i want put his size out there, but he can't be he can't be taller than five nine. He might be around five eight, you know, a little okay. bit. he might maybe one eighty, 180, one eighty five. But he got it. You know what I mean? He got the vision. Yeah. Uh, I think he's fast enough. He's tough. He runs in and outside between the tackles. Like the first, one, first run he broke last, uh, yesterday against, they played at Williamsport, was like for like 70, 75 yards. And he also plays defense. He's not scared to hit. You know, from a, again, from a recruitment standpoint, they might be looking at his size a little bit. But I think, mm-hmm. he, could fit, I think he could fit somewhere, if not mid-major, somewhere on the FCS level. Give him you mm-hmm. know, fifteen fifteen touches a game and I think he'll be straight. But I think he'll probably get more of his props this uh season. Um as you know, as the as the weeks go on, but I think that's one player that I've seen probably over the last couple of years that's a little bit slept on. But I think I think he's a top twenty five dude for sure. The hey, there's state. a bunch of Cohens and Tyreek Hills out there. Look
1: at that. Yeah. Cohen from the Bears and Hill from the Kansas City Chiefs.
0: There's a lot yeah. of dudes
1: small in stature, but they just got it, and they get to where they need to get to.
0: Exactly. So, yep. But yeah, so I just yeah. wanted to um get into that with you real quick, and you know, to let the audience know we're definitely coming with some more upcoming podcasts, or we'll have guests. Uh, you can hit us up on Twitter. Let them know where you at. At two one zero T H S. Same thing. Int- Instagram pinch. It sounds, y'all. And I'm at Ed O'Brien 247. That's for um, Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Make sure you follow, I mean, you know, uh, download our podcast on iTunes. You're going to be on Spotify, you know, all the major ones. So, you know, we out on the block now, me and Dee Brown. That's that. All right, I'll highlight y'all two tenths. (laughs) All right, talk to y'all next time.